Hello. I'm here. Hello. This isn't even being recorded. There's no there's no recording going on. I can't hear you also. I hear nothing. I hear I hear I hear nothing. Can you hear me now? Oh my god. Damn it. I don't know what the hell is wrong with I need to like clear my cookies or something because this happens all the time where I join and I like my mic is set up fine and everything and it's just not catching my my voice. Hey, like is it record is it recording now? It should be it should automatically be recording. Why? How do you know it's not recording? I don't I don't know. <laughs> okay, good. Right, uh, it should be automatic. I I was just imagining like there's always a recording thing somewhere, but I guess there isn't. I was just imagining that. No, I think so Eric clarified, no matter what, if the person who's created Hosting. the event, yeah, yeah, if they're on, then it'll actually record. But if it's just you by yourself, then it won't. So I wonder if, yeah, I wonder if it was even, if it, if it was even recording, because like I said, it didn't like register me as being in here. So uh, <laughs> whatever, I was talking about, uh, PlayStation 5, weed, um, uh, staying inside. Uh, there you go, PlayStation 5. <laughs> have you, are you, do you game on PlayStation? Um, I have um, PlayStation 4? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I do. I played the Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. Are you going to get the Miles Morales? I don't know. We were talking about this earlier, News Bear, because like, I was reading about it. I was like, well, I want the gameplay to be different or something. It seems like it's just a story update. Oh, yeah. I was in that convo. Eric was saying it's like basically DLC. And it's, it is basically because no. it's really short. Um, but it looks great. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Are you playing? Are, you're playing it on PS5? No. So I managed to snag one, a PS5 on Thursday, and it comes in on next Friday. Uh, but I, it came with. It was a GameStop bundle, and so it came with money, like a car, gift card for the PlayStation Store. So I bought the PS4 version digitally because then you get the PS5 version automatically. With them. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That'll be interesting playing it on a different system, I guess. Yeah, I really want to try out the haptic controls because I hear it's like oh. revolutionary. Apparently, I don't know what that is. <laughs> what? The, the the triggers in on the new controller are more uh, like there's like resistance to them. 
So if you're like shooting or like web slinging, it'll it'll feel more realistic. <laughs> for web slinging, yeah, any, I don't know what that entails, but for like Call of Duty, like it'll actually feel like you're pulling the trigger of a gun, <laughs> which sounds awful. But, um, yeah, if you're into that. Touch by applying forces vibration. The so like a like a hap, a haptic thing is already that the controllers rumble. Yeah. Is my understanding, right? Yes. That was originally for Star Fox sixty four when that came out. The rumble wow. pack. Wow. Wow. Do you remember? Uh I never played that one. Uh I was obsessed with the original the original Star Fox. Super Nintendo. Yeah, it was one of the first games. That game's so hard. Yeah, it is. I can't can't even beat that on easy, and I can beat the Nintendo 64 one on hard. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have a Switch? Uh, Yeah. Because it's on the... um, What's it called? The online... Star Fox? Yeah, the... If you have online membership, you get the the Super Nintendo app or whatever that has all the old games, and then oh. it it includes uh, Star Fox Two, which I never played originally. It's not. Well, oh, <laughs> yeah, the Star Fox Two came out recently. It, they like put they put together the old uh, came out in 2017. Oh yeah, you're right. And it's like it's based on some of the you know material they created when they were trying to create Star Fox Two, but then they made Star Fox sixty four instead. <laughs> Did you play any of the other ones? The like the ones where it you have basically a mech, uh, no. like it transforms. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't because I didn't. I didn't really have a, a GameCube when that was around. Yeah. And then what else happened? I don't know. <laughs> I really like Star Fox 64. I think it's the best version of that type of game that has existed, as far as I know. Interesting. Just a, just a shooter on rails. Check I don't know. Out. I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I never, never played, like, just flying through space and blowing things up. I don't know what's better than that. Right. Like, um, they have these modern ones or whatever, like these, uh, what's this crap where it's, you have a whole universe or whatever, and you're flying around, but they people seem to say that those games are boring. No Man's Sky. Yeah, no, there's that one, and there's another one that came out, like, oh, the Elite Dangerous? Oh, yeah, that's free right now on Epic, by the way. You want to oh, I never, I never played that. Yeah, it's Epic. I, I, oh, definitely check out Epic. Um, it's basically like Steam. <laughs> it's almost exactly like Steam. Uh, so it's just like a PC specific platform and they have like yeah a bunch of games that are on steam as well but to compete they give out uh new games like every two weeks basically a few months ago they gave out grand theft auto 5 elite dangerous is one right now that they're giving out um remnant was one they gave out which is now like 60 dollars so sometimes they Epic Games' original release was ZZT, which is something I'm familiar with. Are you familiar with that? No, what's that? It was like a 
it's like a thing you can make your own game for, and it was released in like the 1991. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. It's like The Sims, or like uh, yeah. uh, no, it was so it was partially a game editor, but also it had its own oh. game in it. That's like basically you you can move around a I like it's it like is made with like ASCII characters, basically, or maybe. Close to, close enough to that. I guess they're more complicated than that, but it's yeah, it's very basic. <laughs> but I, I had I played that for a little bit, like oh. in the nineties. <laughs> it was it was it was it cool? I don't know what it was. <laughs> um, where are I know you're in Colorado, but are you in? Uh, Boulder, or where are you? I'm in Denver. Oh, you're in Denver. Mm-hmm. My UCB class just wrapped up, and two of the people in the class live together and are, are an improv group, a duo. Uh, but they're in um, Colorado Springs, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean... I don't know about any of that. I was we <laughs> we were in Colorado Springs and I was reading their paper, you know, like their free paper that they have, and uh-huh. uh, they mentioned like an improv group, and I was like, oh, I didn't know there was that much improv in Colorado Springs, but they were doing they, improv in a parking lot, so I don't, yeah. I they, don't yeah, they said there's not. So wait, so are you doing it in um in Den? Is there a theater in Denver? Proper? There's a couple. There's a few theaters. Oh, there's yeah. There's the. They've all changed names too recently because of uh, Black Lives Matter or something. Yeah. Um, but there's like yeah. There's the Voodoo Theater, which is the Rise Theater, which I've been. I've taken a few classes that courses there. There. See why that one changed. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting, right? Yeah. Then there's the other one is. Um, called uh it was called jim crow jim crow (laughs) it has a name that you're like huh i guess maybe it it was it sounded like a jewish name i always thought something like uh (laughs) i don't know it's called chaos bloom theater now if i look it up they'll have the original one um but i dropped in there sometimes um what is it called that one wasn't even around that long and they changed the name to it so I don't know. And, the, and they moved. Um, they're not going to tell me the name if I look it up. <laughs> I wonder um, what Ooze Bear will become in, in a few decades when it because, when Ooze Bear becomes problematic. When we develop, uh, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the, and the, the sentience is because of gray goo that oozes into their brain. Yeah, exactly. So then there, it's like, yeah, it's controversial. <laughs> Gra- okay, it was called Graffenberg. So I don't know if that's like racial or whatever, or even where it came from, because I don't think it's named, named anything. It was called Graffenberg Theater, but they changed that. Um, and there's, oh, I see. Gra- yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they changed that one. Uh, I think also because there was just controversy surrounding it that I don't know anything about <laughs> about the owner and people on Facebook 
And then there's another one called something to do with cows and milk <laughs> and dairy. That's not coming to me. That um, they're a little more of a short form theater. Uh, but I went to, so with my girlfriend, I, I was taking a class at that theater at the time that I met her. This is like six or seven years ago. And like, we went to see a stand up show there because you get to go see the shows for free, you know? So that seems like a good thing to, to do with your new girlfriend. And like, we went to a, a comedy, it was called Bovine Metropolis. And we went to a comedy show there. <laughs> And the guy literally comes up and he's like a comedian and he's like, I'm having a really hard, difficult time now. And like my grandma just died and it's, it's, you know, it's a pretty awful thing that I'm going through now. And there is no punchline to it. And he talks about it for like a couple of minutes at the beginning of a stand-up show. And he's like, I'm, we still have no idea whether it was serious or not, but there was no indication it wasn't. And there was no like pulling it out of that either. Like, <laughs> The show just nosedived from the start, and it's like, okay. He was, was going awesome. for uh, a Tignataro, like, my life is in, sh like, uh, in, in ruins right now, but I'm going to pull through, except he didn't add the, I'm going to pull through. <laughs> like, he just went for, I'm sad. So I'm looking, I'm looking at this, the link you just gave. TV Unscripted, listeners. Yeah. In Colorado Springs, if you want to Google it. I don't. No, I have no idea this. I only, I'm only checking because uh, my other classmate in that class is in a troupe with, with Eric. <laughs> like, who's there, Eric? Oh, the, like, the, yeah, in she's in Columbus or whatever. Yeah, Maddie. she's in K Kentucky. No, Kansas. I don't know. Whatever borders Ohio. <laughs> Yeah. The city they live, the city of whatever Eric lives in, it's on the border, I think, right? Yeah, that's what she said. Since they live in, like, he lives in Cincinnati, so. Yeah. That borders Kentucky, looks like. Yeah, that's what it must be. Huh. So, so they're in, yeah, that's weird because, like, D was in an online class with someone who that I do improv here with in Denver <laughs> which is so strange because you don't think that but I guess improv isn't it, it's it's I don't know if it's that big of a thing I don't know yeah, yeah I always waffle between it's tiny but then I like look at communities and it's like oh there's like hundreds and thousands of people so for us to like know each other like it's so funny i don't know I, yeah i don't know what it is it's a, there's a small world phenomenon where it's like the chances of you knowing someone who knows someone in another group um like depending on how many connections you allow and and whatever like it becomes you know it's a mathematical thing it becomes more likely yeah. <laughs> which like because it's know? like you know, to you know, you have some you know somebody in common, and it doesn't matter who you know or whatever. It like becomes more likely, or how you right. know them. Do you know anyone in the San Francisco community? No, no, no. So the, I mean, the only the only the only improv I do that's not in Denver is like on Oozbear, and you know everybody. Because oh, yeah. I'm not I'm not taking any class with anybody <laughs> who's who's not in. 
Yeah. Denver. Yeah, that's the that's where you get the most crossover is the classes. Yeah. So the the only thing so there's also there's the theater the three theaters I mentioned and the thing that I do a lot is which is free which is why I do it is the there's another one called Monkey Butler which is just like I don't know it's I, I, like I don't know it's like I don't know it's free improv and it's not a theater <laughs> so I so I don't know um, it's not a theater interesting. Yeah, they just we meet in a, like uh, the basement of this school. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, yeah, and I don't know that. Yeah, the the guy, his name's Tom. His like wife works at the school, so we can get time to like be in the school. But we don't not anymore. Not this year, of course. But that's what it used to be. And now we're just meeting online on Zoom and like uh, once a week and stuff. <laughs> oh, and then I'm oh, wait. I'm also um, with. I'm in this like group where it's uh, Star Wars improv, actually, um, which is like through a bunch of people who seem kind of connected to the voodoo or the whatever, the Rise Theater a little bit. Um, but yeah, I should be promoting that. I am in this other thing called Wretched Hive Comedy, which is Star Wars. But the problem is I don't have the link. I don't know if you're going to find that. I can give you the, the, disc, the Discord. <laughs> I can give you the Discord if you want it. Um, see, I can't even find half the stuff. I don't know where the guy is putting anything. Um, let's see. How so did I'm, you find uh, this one? So I'm on like a you know a, a Denver Facebook oh, I see. thing for improv, and then they were like having tryouts, and I was like, oh, whatever. Um. I was going to just because I hadn't done any. I don't know if you've been cast in anything, but I haven't done any. Um, what are they called? You know, tryouts for anything where they yeah. tell tell you yes or no. So I was like, well, I'll do this one. This was during the pandemic too, so I didn't, wasn't wasn't in person just to get an idea. And yeah, they cast me, but they didn't have that many people coming out to do it. I don't think, but that's mm -hmm. anyway. But um, apparently this this wretched hive thing they have like chapters in. LA and the UK and stuff. I don't, I don't know. They got a, like a lot of followers on other stuff on the internet. Um, but I don't know. We've, we've only done one show and I don't know. We were supposed to meet today. We're supposed to meet on Sundays and I don't know. They didn't post anything on Facebook <laughs> for today. Typical. <laughs> well, it seems post an hour before. Well, that happened. Uh, I get it. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm not running anything because I'm lazy. You know. Oh, man. Let's see. <laughs> Telling me. Um, let's see. Well, we're 20 after, 25 after. Maybe we'll get a Chris or a Mesh, but we can start warming up. Uh, while we wait, and I yeah. thought something we could do is uh, the alphabet uh, short form game. Whoops. Yes, I know I this game. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I was going to pull up a letter, but we could just use G as the starting letter. So yeah, uh, let me pull up a timer. timer. Oh, okay. why is there a timer? 
Um, just so that I don't have to call a scene. <laughs> oh. could just have a hard stop time. Um, let's see. But if we find yeah. a stopping point beforehand, that's good. I was for this game. I was gonna make up a list of obvious things to use, words to use, and then for forbid them. <laughs> Such as. Oh, you know, like you for age, like. Oh no, uh, like um, like like okay. For if you're for the letter A, you're using the word uh, just you know, just really obvious go-to's. Like H is how. Like, yeah. as people, I think, do. I is the word I. You know, J yeah. is just. Um, I don't I don't know. Oh, M, if you say man. <laughs> N, is no, N is no. Y is yes or yeah or, you know, you. Those are just, they're just all easy words. Um, I have, of course, I have go-tos that I can just have, but I always try to drop them. You know, like, not not do them, but I always have safety words for this. Because you do this game enough, you just, pff, you have this list of things you can just say to any response. Right. I don't know. Um, it's like the the question, any question word for W, of course. Yeah. Not, you know, you want to avoid questions in improv anyway, blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> um, question, we have a big debate about questions. Who, what, when, where, why? Um, P. Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, start improv with short form, or did you start in long form? So the first one I did was actually Monkey Butler, but it was by a different guy in a different location. And oh. um, I guess they started with... Like there was an, they had like what two hours I think of sh sort of like level one what they called level one and it was sort of short form stuff, mm. you know like Kitty wants a corner and what's all those other those other those other kind of games like that um was that kind of stuff? Mm. You've played Kitty wants a corner, you know what I'm talking about? Kitty wants or no? Oh, you haven't? Or like it's like it's not even like a short form game. You wouldn't watch it. It's like <laughs> more like a it's more like an energy thing. Um, what's another oh, what's another thing like it? It's like you're basically in a circle, like zip like not zip like yeah, but like zip zap zop or like uh, um, like if you push like wo like what is it called whoosh or something? Have you ever done that? Where you have like an energy yeah. and you're passing it wrong and you can block it. Yeah, that. That sort of stuff, I felt like, it was what we were doing a lot of. But I think they kind of did. They they, they threw other stuff at us too. Um, but then I like stuck around, and they had like, I think it was mainly some of the some of the just the the the, the people who were there who were like, okay, we're gonna stick around for another two hours and do like long form or whatever. And I sat and watched that, and that's what I always found impressive, you know, because like, I, I like yeah, the short form is fun and it has its place and whatnot, but like. I don't know. I think the, yeah, the long form is just so much more interesting and you, you can do anything with it and you can come up with games in it, you know, like um, the out of the game stuff is just, you know, you can get used to it. You can, like, if you, like, you've played the game so many times, it's like not even a thing after a while in my mind, you know, like, um, that's what I'm saying about these words, like, that are just so simple to use. There's, it's not impressive if you've if you've seen it enough, and un unless they're you know busting out f four or five letter words every s start of the sentence, I'm not that impressed. 
You know, it's like, um, I'm always impressed. Like, you know, like, like so whose line is it anyway? <laughs> um, guys playing this game, they, they charged people money to go on zoom or whatever earlier this year to play this game. And I'm like, wow. really? Like that's like, how do you, I mean, they didn't advertise it as that. They advertised it on as hangout with the who's line people and whatever. Right. But that, apparently that's one of the things they did because someone told me about it. And I'm like, well, this game is decades old. I, I mean, I'm sure maybe they push themselves to use more harder words, maybe, or whatever. But even then, I'm like, you know, <laughs> if right. you did that for a while, I can see it. I can see the whole matrix of it. You know, it's like if you pra even if you practice it for a while, you can you can get pretty good at it. So it's not like, I don't know, maybe that sounds insane because you can practice at it, practice anything you get good at it. But like, you know, it's, it's a, I don't know. I, don't I get what, what you're saying. saying. <laughs> no, I yeah. get what you're saying. It's yeah. I can I if I if I wanted to spend time at it, I could get very good at it. But I don't think it's that good of a thing to get good at. Yeah, I think or that interesting of a thing. It's like yeah, fucking people can impress me with their fucking yo-yo skills, but I'm not going to sit there with it for <laughs> five or two out five hours every day or whatever. It's stupid. You wouldn't pay to go see some yo-yo tricks. Uh, like uh... I would not pay. I know for a fact <laughs> I would not pay for that. I just fucking told you I barely even pay to do improv. <laughs> Good uh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, with that said, oh, I have a hair in my mouth. Um, let's try this. Let's see how impressed we can, uh, how much we can impress each other. <laughs> we'll start with G. Uh, and I set the timer for 2.40. That's that's four minutes, right? Three minutes? No. Mm -hmm. three, four. Uh, yeah, four minutes. Uh, so, great. Let's see what we can do. Let's make a real scene. Let's not make a, oh, it's the most convenient word to use. Like, if you, it, even if it takes you a second, it's fine. But I yeah. want it grounded. <laughs> oh, it's got to be right. grounded? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It can't okay. just be like xylophone. <laughs> that sucks, you know. Xylo yeah. I mean, yeah, what is xylophone? There's not. Okay. Anyway, just go ahead. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. So we'll start with G, uh, and either of us can start if that. Or, and I'll I'll pull up a suggestion, but G is the letter we'll start on. Okay. Uh, great. All right. Oh, we got all these words as suggestions. Yeah. Ah, hmm. Mm. Uh, you, grapefruit juice is, uh, you know what? I'm not, I don't drink that in the mornings. It tastes bad. Health experts say that grapefruit juice actually, uh, you know, boosts fertility. So I think you should try it. Intrinsic fertility is what I want to impress my sexual partners with. <laughs> Jealous is what you're going to make me because, you know, I, I've been just striking out lately and that's why I'm chugging this grapefruit juice. I'm just trying to do whatever I can, you know, to, to get that vitality back. Knights in medieval times. <laughs> Valued <laughs> chastity. You know that's that's what I try to put out there with 
sexual partners. <laughs> Look, not everything has to do with medieval times. Just because you're a history major doesn't mean that you have to bring up antiquated, you know, time periods. Manliness <laughs> and machismo. Okay, these are are things we inherit from our ancestors because they were hairy brutes and they got these sorts of things done. Neuroticism. That's what <laughs> I inherited from my ancestors. And so that's why I'm sitting here chugging this grapefruit juice. I am just, oh, I'm just so over everything. College sucks. Ovarian energy permeates <laughs> college far too much. Oh, pussies. That's what, <laughs> that's what it, we all are. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, Sarah's in the other room and she's sleeping. Um, but I, I'm just going to call out our college. Okay. Pussies. Yeah. <laughs> Quilting bees held for old ladies is what the college experience. <laughs> old ladies. All oh man, <laughs> that's what I just got. <laughs> no, no. Um, red pill. That's what I am. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I uh, quilting needs to go. Uh, I don't even understand how that was an extracurricular at our school. We need to take our rights back. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Schadenfreude is what I feel when I look at the situation. <laughs> of of what? Yeah, yeah. It's Schadenfreude is what I want to feel when I think about women and how. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, totally, totally, manly. <laughs> totally. I, 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 I don't understand. You know, how did we get here? How did man? How did men get in this place? Unfathomable mistakes over the course of generations. <laughs> Barely so, you know. <laughs> Barely, because, you know, (laughs) and that scene, sorry, folks, that's not (laughs) how we really feel. That was a scene. Red pill people suck. MR. Men's rights are fucking idiots. (laughs) That's one of my... I think people listening to us do that scene would have gotten the impression that we are not, we're just like, <laughs> I hope so, that we are yeah, trapped so. in a scene expressing values that you do not believe. That's yeah. one of the things that I, think is, that I think is key to like being able to go into whatever taboo subjects doing improv is that are you still able to convey that maybe you don't believe what you are currently saying to the audience and some people are yeah. not able to do that and they don't get it. They don't get it. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's so a, I don't know. It's, that's the funny thing about like 
acting. It's like <laughs> you're not you yeah. don't really think these things. <laughs> you but you what? understand yeah. how you understand the mind of someone who does and yeah. how fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was in a scene like I always think about this scene in, in this like to how to how to do this because I think it's important because then you can't do certain subjects or topics yeah. or whatever. But like I was in a scene. It was like uh, it was about Muslims and like, <laughs> like the government cracking down on them. And I was like the CIA. And I was like, I just put it in the context as as my character. Like it's because I like I was brought up with all these fucked up values. And like if you say that in the scene, like like we need to like get those dirty Muslims because you know <laughs> what I'm a. I'm a, you know, uh, because I love, I love guns and the Bible tells me so. And like, you make it obvious that it's not what you believe and you give context to what you're saying. You can say that stuff, but other people think it's just because you're being shocking. It's like, no, right. like your whole time in art, you're conveying values and you got to be clear about what values you're expressing. And even in improv, you can be basically like, you, you can say your actual viewpoint and then your character, like have your character recognize your, like, like I would say it out loud. I would say, you know, this is actually a really short sighted and, and horrible perspective and thing to say, but we, you know what? We got to get those Muslims. Like obviously at that point, I don't believe it. Right. Cause I literally just said that I don't, but yeah. people don't understand you can do that. Anyway, that's my, <laughs> my observation that I'm amazed that people want to do dirty humor and improv and they don't, they don't figure out how to do it. Cause they just, they want to throw. They want to throw a horrible thing at their scene partner, and their scene like expect their scene partner to make it into a funny bit or somehow. It's like no, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got a lot. I got a lot of opinions today. Yeah, no, it's fair. <laughs> uh, hold on, uh, my wife is texting me uh, seltzers from the store. What kind I want? Alcoholic seltzer. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Um, uh -huh. <laughs> I, no, <geez>. fine. <laughs> but here, let me read the choices. Uh, vodka with, I can't read, the can is turned. Some sort of chili pepper lime. No. No, no. Gin with violet liquor. What the fuck? <laughs> and thyme. This is, that's an insane. Uh, Surf City, get it together. You have some crazy... Hmm. Seltzers. I'll just Hail make Mary. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say you, you should just get um, either uh, a stout beer or whiskey. <laughs> and that's about as, that's about as far as I'll I'll adventure. <laughs> no, I'm gonna ask for this ginger seltzer. Okay, I'm back. Oh, I do like ginger. <laughs> Oh, there is an horchata uh, stout, actually. That actually sounds good. But I think it's $10. Yeah, but I think That would be like coffee-like? Yeah, yeah, right. I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stouts are always kind of expensive. Um, but uh, uh, ginger ale, whiskey, and bitters, is a, it's called a horse feather. That's what I get at when I get the bar. It's a mixed drink. Oh, it's a good one. What, what is it? Ginger ale... Ginger ale, whiskey, and bitters. Oh, interesting. Um, it's like it's like, like a, an Irish meal. Yeah, yeah, it's like oh, a it's yeah, yeah. Oh, really? That's a drink yeah. Irish because it is like I always say it's like a Moscow mule but with uh, whiskey instead of vodka. Yeah, there's a bar near my house yeah. that no longer is open clearly, but uh, they had 
the best Irish mules. And yeah, it's just a uh, whiskey, ginger ale, and then uh, what's the third ingredient in a Moscow mule? Mint? No, no, uh, lime. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, but anyway. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho, the <laughs> copper. On, I just gotta say it. I don't know why the copper in the 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 Moscow Mule, the glass. That's just a marketing gimmick. There's no reason to serve it in a copper glass or oh, the 1, brass. Oh, one thousand percent. Yeah, it's no. crazy. <laughs> crazy. No. Yeah, I don't understand. Have you seen that marketed as something that needs it needs to be served in? Because um, I think. Insane. This is oh yeah I mean this is marketing from like probably like a, a century ago or something but like yeah that's the whole that's you could tell they were drinking that because of the distinctive glass and that's how they would serve it for some reason or maybe they would give it you know some marketing company would give a bars that type of glass uh, who knows you know something like yeah. that is how it originated it has nothing to do with flavor <laughs> or whatever oh yeah bullshit <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see so. I'm trying to think of two person games. We could do a little premise lawyer just to have oh, yeah. a, a substantial. Since I brought that up to the. I, so, since you're familiar with these terms, I did bring up premise lawyer at Monkey Butler and they did like it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's a good game. It's great. Yeah. No, I think. Um, yeah, justification is, I think, from, I'll, I'll call out my uh, classmates. is because our teacher called us out. Uh, it's something that, you know, you got to do the homework, as she said, um, and call out the crazy. And so it's a good way of filling that brain. Like we were talking about, you, you, if you're a character, if you're saying insane things, if you're the fool, you have to justify. You can't just be like, well, I'm just stupid. It's like, no, they have grounded beliefs. It's yeah. just that they're, they're, they, their beliefs are possibly wrong or <laughs> misinformed yeah. or shaped by their society in a, in a, yeah. in a unfortunate way. <laughs> yeah. You got to pursue the logic that's going on in the scene. You know, it's like, yeah. that's, that's why it's funny. I think I laugh more at the wrong logic than I do laugh at like, just like a clever idea that comes out of nowhere. It's like, no, I like the, the I like to be like, see someone else's thinking, even though it's wrong, right. but that's what improv allows you to do that kind of thinking. Have you or even um, yeah, oh man, I'm not gonna remember his name. He wrote Infinite Jest, but he was saying that the thing about writing that he loved so much was that you get a pursued like uh, David Foster Wallace is his name. Yeah, is you you get to pursue the connections between ideas that don't make any sense, like to your own. Uh, he puts it, of course, amazing because he's a great writer. But like you know, it's like yeah, he's he he, re- he recognizes the same thing in, in writing is that's what you're doing. Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, that's an interesting thought. Huh. I'll need to look that up. I need to read that book. Um. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's a doozy to have to, I haven't read it, but it's, I've started, I started it once and it's like, yeah, it's a big one. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun though. What I read of it. Did you yeah. see the, uh, a tangent, uh, movie tangent. Did you see the Jason Siegel uh, interpretation of his character? Um, I forgot what the movie was called. There was like a road movie they made, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did not. What um, I like about him, of course, is I think there's like a video of him reading a graduation speech, which is great. I think it's called This is Water, actually. Um, 
And he has a really great thing about modern, and I think he wrote it in the 90s, but it's about comedy or maybe just television, where all television does is reference itself in a postmodern sort of way that is is like really empty, like, which is very cool to think about. Yeah, no, Um, I... I definitely, that's what I know most about him is his post, postmodern, like the, um, and it's interesting, it, we're going to sidetrack here, folks, <laughs> to talk comedy and culture. Um, yeah. This gets me the yeah. idea of where you're thinking, because if you're familiar with these ideas, I just like, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Um, I, yeah, and I, I don't get to talk about this too often. I'm curious what you think about mo- yeah modern comedy because uh, I think from David Foster Wallace like the the sincere uh, what's the name god what the hell is that name new sincerity yeah new sincerity took yeah. hold but then now it's exactly what he was like talking about it's like been consumed by culture and just like regurgitated into like mass-produced shit basically (laughs) like it's like the sincerity is not there like it's just some corporation like saying yeah we 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 want you to feel good about people but buy this like volkswagen buck (laughs) or whatever you know yeah well it's like i love it's like i love marvel movies but at the same time i know exactly what they are you know like there's there, there's cult, there's there's cultural problems with them, but there's things about them that I love. So, you know, you're, yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. Like, 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 yeah. One of my, one of my problems, I think, a lot is like, how often do you ingest a message that is not brought to you by a sponsor in uh-huh. in the world we live in? And it's 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 a hard question to answer, actually. I think because. Like, I mean, if you're going on Reddit, is that really what you're consuming there? Or are you consuming people's actual thoughts? I use Reddit and I block all the ads so I don't see them. So it's, it's, but I mean, you know, I still watch if you're streaming anything, you know, you're paying for a streaming service. Like those are all things that were, they were like a lot of that media is developed in a, with a marketing in mind and oh, yeah. with a sort of, uh, um, uh, like a, a palpability for the masses in mind too, which is sort of a different thing mm-hmm. than marketability or whatever. And, or, or, in, or in the mind of at least it was made at one point in time, cause I'm thinking about older streaming stuff too, that you might watch that was also yeah. made with, with an eye towards it, it making money, you know, and like, like the majority of what you consume is, is kind of fabricated in that way to be at least sort of in a, a like have a sort of sensibility about it to, to, to be in a capitalist mind frame, you know, um, you know, so you can ask, so you can ask yourself, even even art, right? Like, um, how yeah. much of this art is, is like, can you have art without capitalism? And I mean, we live in a capitalist society, so all art is consumed in a capitalistic way. Yeah, it, you know, and then you get into things like, well, so even stuff like Banksy, like I remember, I think this was when I was in, you know, uh, whatever San Francisco, but there was. Uh, you know, whatever, some Banksy bullshit fucking boutique <laughs> place, you know, you can go into and that shit exists. Yeah. So it's, but I mean, but I mean, yeah, so he comes, you know, we know where he comes out of, but even his, the, his biography or whatever is a packaged thing to make us think that it's a sincere, a sincere thing. And, and you know, it might, it might, this might not even be wrong, but it still is always in that framework, no matter what, 
you know, yeah. and I think that's, that's why I like improv because it gets away from that because you literally know it's a human being interacting with you with their actual kind of thoughts and stuff. Um, and I also like, like, um, like zines and stuff. I don't know if I, I've talked about zines before, but that's also the same thing. It's literally, even though amateur, um, writing or self-publishing is shit upon a lot because a lot of it can be terrible. <laughs> but honestly, a lot of everything is terrible, by the way. Yeah. If you like, you know, <laughs> like one of the sci-fi guys said 90% of everything is crap. He was talking about science fiction at the time, but it's like, yeah, then 90% of everything is crap. I think it's called Sturgeon's Law. But Ooh. yeah, 90% of self-published stuff is crap and probably even higher. But some of it's good and some of it's just sincere stuff and does it matter if it's wacky like like does, does that mean it has to be lunacy or, or, or i don't know but there is something you want to kind of get to um there's also that this i don't know in my mind there's also this sort of notion that like you know maybe there isn't if if you're looking towards media is there any really true actual thing you're going to uncover there i mean is is like what is the end point of this you know i just yeah i just claimed banksy was a capitalist kind of shill thing so does that mean there is there really a thing you're trying to uncover i mean i'm not like sitting here a revolutionary eating rats to survive or anything so i like even me like you know i live a fucking you know my lifestyle isn't like you know like a like you know uh super alternative whatever vegan like I, like i don't do any of that stuff so it's like i'm not like there's nothing I don't I don't necessarily think there is a like a truth. There, oh yeah, like like an underground truth I guess I would say yeah. that you, that you would uncover by being super into ob obscurity or uh, you know whatever whatever kind of stuff you would imply or or only listening to people who are fucking you know recording music with a uh, you know you know they're banging trash cans together and they're fucking recording <laughs> it on the cheapest audio device they could possibly have. I don't think there's like necessarily <laughs> an end point there either, but I do think you should be aware of all that stuff when you're consuming media. And I think, uh, especially with improv is why I think it's one of the solutions to it is because part of the solution should be that you create your own media, um, which improv is a form of that. And then that's also why I like comics and zines too, because you create your own media in that way. But also like we have YouTube and people creating their own media is kind of also bullshit because the comment section of YouTube, which is an unbridled wild west of people fucking vomiting their stupid thoughts, <laughs> is also a fucking problem, you know? So it's yeah. like, so I don't know. I think I was all over the place and maybe I did what wasn't coherent and had a genuine thesis there, but whatever question <laughs> you asked me, that was my response. <laughs> <laughs> no, and there's a lot of good points. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think you first mentioned Reddit and it's like, yeah, how many people are actually real people in there and aren't just like corporate accounts trying to like sell something? Like I I I can't count the number of times where it's like this is an ad. <laughs> like this is this posted as like a sincere like someone's like my dog like saved a cat and it's yeah. like oh, but there this I is like know. an ad. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah. And so yeah, it's just like where can you even find not commodified bullshit? Uh, because, and because we're we're taught in a way that if art is good, it should be it should be uh, be making money. Right. Yeah. That's the unfortunate like in everything. The unfortunate thing. Uh, I highly recommend this book, Society Society of the Spectacle. Yes. Uh, 
it's yeah. a situation that's, yeah. Yes, yes. And yes, I, um, I actually have an interesting anecdote uh, related to this in terms of like art and like performance art and um, and it not necessarily being good, but just it challenging what people consider art and like, I don't know, it's, it's a weird example, but I was working at the Anti-Defamation League here in LA. It was in Beverly Hills actually. And um, so definitely an organization fraught with problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I won't go into that, but uh, just like their politics, and um this is a jewish right this is yes is that only jewish Uh, yeah okay yeah and i do really good work i was working for someone that was working directly with the fbi um sourcing Mm -hmm. like um the the most vile bullshit out there like it's just heinous terrible all the neo-nazi stuff you're seeing out now they were tracking which is good i had to like scrub websites and like find all of this bullshit like literature that they were producing and then put them on CDs to mail to the FBI. <laughs> it was a weird job. Because what? Because yeah. like, wait, you couldn't transfer it over the internet maybe because that would have been illegal. I don't, illegal, know. I don't no? know what, yeah. I don't know what the justification was, but literally I was, I was tasked with, uh, yeah, scrubbing it all and, saving it on a DVD and sending it via the mail to the FBI in like a handwritten like note attached. Uh, I looked like an insane pro. <laughs> like if yeah. someone intercepted that, they'd be like, this man needs to be arrested. Yeah. But they, they asked us to send it that way. So I don't know what's up with that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they were like tracking like Kyle Rittenhouse types uh, yeah. and were able to find them before they were able to commit stuff. Uh, but when I was working there, I was just an administrative assistant. And so one of my jobs was manning the phones and the voicemails and we would get insane, just like anything, like if the person was just, they would like say this was anti-Semitism and it was like, no, (laughs) this is just you being like, someone was rude to you at the grocery store or something, but it's not like they were targeting you because you're Jewish. But one of the voicemails I, and I, wish I had sent it to myself was from Shia LaBeouf and it was um, he was doing like an online basically performance art thing where yeah. he he was partnered he partnered with this artist who I don't know yeah. that's where like, he got that like I like actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> I haven't, started, I haven't oh. heard about this. Yeah, he, yeah. He, well, there's a video and he, there, well, you should probably watch it. It's kind of funny, but it's it's like a play. It's, they're singing all about Shia LaBeouf. Or, oh, yes, 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 yes. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. And then there was stuff where like people could just look at Shia LaBeouf. They could walk into a room yeah. and he would just be there. Yeah. Okay, so I know yeah. he was doing these, yeah, these sort of art, um, whatever yeah. you call them, like you said, performance art things yeah but he was work he was doing this like i don't know to what end he was working with an artist who i think was just doing performance art uh, i'm trying to find the, the thing. uh it says labuff ronco and turner i think that might be it 
And um, I, one of them, I think, was famous for something I had heard of. Uh, I don't know. They were being... Man, I wish I could find it. Basically, he called in saying that the person was being targeted in an anti-Semitic manner, but it was like kind of challenging what anti-Semitism was. I don't know. It was like the weirdest thing. It was literally a, vo- a voicemail for no one. And I think he was just trying to bait the organization to like publicly acknowledge it to then, you know, get it into a, like a higher profile. Um, but it was like a weird, it was just such a weird thing. It was uh, like a fake artist basically trying to troll people and he was part of it and it was like a let me maybe it's this one i need to find it now and maybe i'll just link it after look it up people uh but yeah it's like this thing where you know like it might not be good and (laughs) and he's probably insane but it, it is like going beyond his like Disney channel, like Hollywood, you know, bullshit. Like it's, it is, he is challenging conventions and it's like the, the, there is a place in the world for this where it's like trying to challenge norms and like what is like for the masses. And so uh, that was my original question. So, and we'll go into long form after this. This is pretty much premise lawyer right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, uh, he did that. And so new sincerity, that was David Foster Wallace. And I think it was taken up in the 2000s. And yeah, now it's just commodified and rigor today that is bullshit. So yeah. what's the new, what's the new, what, what can challenge the, where even human sincerity is consumed by culture as much as it all is? What it, what's the new thing that we can do to, to challenge that, to create art beyond, beyond, you know, this type of improv where it's like literally we're just doing this for our own sake and for the passion of art. What, how, but how do you, you know, if you inherently package that, then you're commodifying it, I guess. So maybe it, yeah. it needs to exist beyond those labels. <clears throat> but for it to get any movement, it needs to be commodified, you know? Like it needs to be packaged so that people can actually consume it. So what, well, what do we, yeah, what are your thoughts on um, that? I don't know. I mean... I kind of feel like, well, like, uh, like, I don't know, like things that are made like at a large scale piece of art are going to exist, right? Like Marvel movies are a gigantic collective undertaking that costs hundreds of million dollars to make. So that sort of thing is going to exist. And it's, but like us logging onto our computer and going on ooze, bear we're not going to create a commodity that's going like or whatever we're doing making youtube videos i don't mean to who's bears i mean um 
or going on YouTube or making a Facebook post, that's going to be the product of so many man hours and collective energy. And if we did make something that was the product of that many man hours and collective energy, it's probably a capitalist undertaking or at least money is involved in some capacity. Um, but I mean, I, I, at the same time, I think there is ways to repurpose already made art to create something that's you, you know really great or, or being able to make art using simple tools and just one single person's vision. Um, but like, how do you, how, does it matter that it gets out there? I, I mean, we live in it, we live in an age where like, if something's good, it probably has gotten out there. I mean, you know, so, so I think like, we also live in an age this definitely goes in the whole hand in hand with the entire, like, we live in a post truth era, which is like a cliche probably, but it's true. There's large segments of our population that are consuming media and uh, other whatnot kind of stuff that is just like, you know, I probably like, like I only probably view it in an ironic context if I, if it ever reaches me, you know, I don't like, there's probably all kinds of stuff that, you know, like Christian film or, you know, the things that I'm just not interested <laughs> in that that's just bonkers that, that I, I recognize it as bonkers whenever I see it. So then it just comes to down to like, and, and so then it's like, are you media savvy enough to be able to recognize it and, and, and its place and everything and, and have a, you know, whatever my, I would perceive as like the kind of like what a reaction to it should be. Um, but I think as far as like art, like, cause I, I don't know, I think, I think you're getting at like this sort of expectation amongst people who perhaps appreciate art or maybe even, I don't, I want to say it's maybe a left leftist sort of thing that, you know, the truth is there's truth in art that kind of gets out there or that has spoken to, you know, people, you know, people like you and me before, that we, we, we put this thing on art that it should be doing something more to transform society that it, that it has. And I, uh, I don't know. I mean, we kind of see in ways that art and like, you know, we call it maybe propaganda, but it, it can also, you know, have damaging effects on society too. So it's always, you know, what is actually being churned out. And it's like, are we actually in control of what's being churned out and in what ways? You know, it's like there's so there's there's actually a lot of platforms that are the wild, wild west of of getting information out there. So it's like, um, I don't know, it's if. Yeah, I, like I think I think I think more more than saying we're going to we're, we're, we're going to win the wild, wild west of, of, of media <laughs> communication between between people and, and our whatever our society that is divided. I think I think more what I don't know what I think is it's more like you we like people just got to put their perspectives out there. That's what those people are doing when they're riding around in their truck caravans. With, <laughs> that's why they are that's why they are winning I think this kind of ideology bullshit in some way because they are obnoxiously putting it out there. And people I I don't I don't know I don't yeah does it have to be a political thing I don't know but um, like I, I think people on the left perhaps are more aware or more take it like we, we, it's got to be so fucking clever for coming from that perspective or coming from the art world. It's got to be so fucking clever and new and fresh. The fucking putting shit, they're doing shit that is straight balls, chuck, truck nuts, obnoxious shit they're doing. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like, I don't know. Are we trying to into like, we're trying to win culture intellectually. Like, I think that's what, like punk rock is a little bit about, right? Because punk rock yeah. is fucking like being like, it's all like the intellectual aspect of it is kind of bullshit. And you just got to get it. You got to thrust it the fuck in front of people and have it be disgusting and gross, even though, you know, someone's going to come along eventually and fucking write a fucking 
um, book report or a thesis about it anyway. Um, so I think I also like I man I love punk rock a lot, and I also think like. Um, Let's see. What was I going to say? It's also one of the. It's punk rock is a thing that appeals to the to to males, right? It was. It's a. Oh like, yeah. Why isn't, why isn't punk rock a thing that's like like appeal being a like being used to appeal to these disenfranchised modern males who are being red pilled and all that shit? Because it literally, <laughs> in a lot of ways, is the fucking antidote. And is it because it's just an art form that's from a couple of decades ago or what the whatever the fuck? I don't know. But there's ways to appeal to these people that exist already anyway, and they're just being pushed aside because, I don't know, the fucking, the fucking have you looked at the top 40? It's fucking super manufactured garbage. But I think I there's things gonna... in there. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, you ask me these questions, Derek. I just ramble on, I feel like. <laughs> I don't know. And welcome, Mesh. This is not a scene where we're just discussing our oh, okay. society. Yeah, I, uh, yeah no, I, th- this is interesting. I, I came in it's like uh no i, I <laughs> this is this is I, I could listen all day about this uh, <laughs> Good. we've been we've been sidetracked for like 40 minutes so. yeah <laughs> yeah it's, uh, commentary on art and culture um yeah i i'll just uh. respond and say punk yeah i was a huge like a punk proponent in high school and college and my radio show I played a lot of punk and um even in the 90s it was still like a, a viable thing La Tigre is one of my favorite bands still and they were all about like anti like everything but yeah it's just so commodified now that I don't know like there's probably still good shows happening underground that we just don't know about because we're older. Um, but yeah, again, for it to reach the masses and, and yeah, to your point, to reach those like red pills and now Q and Q pills. Into that realm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that should, that, that, that art should be striving to show those people like, yeah, <laughs> thank you much for including that. Um, yeah, that, that was our, like one, the one thing we've done so far went into this territory. I think that's why we're talking about it now because mm. <laughs> it was all about red pilled people and MRAs. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, it, it should be that antidote of like, yeah, get your frustration with society out in this way and not on Reddit, like telling people to conserve their cum to become a man. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I do think like some of the things about like the, some of the tactics that were used originally in punk just aren't used anymore. Like, like, okay. Like zines, I get there, you know, you don't need a zine when you have the internet, but like putting up like shows and having like fucked up post like I love the the poster art for punk rock and like shouldn't that be like just all over like you know the downtown of cities and stuff and it's just oh yes I feel like the 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 poster art for for music shows that I see around I don't fucking Denver you know like like I don't they 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 have that whole they feel very much like um they're commoditized right Com- whatever yeah. but you look at some of these older punk ones and it's like even though they're in a bar or whatever it's still it's like it's some fucking person with a magic marker and stuff making these yeah. things and it's like 
I, that's, that's, I think mm. that's one form of communication I don't, which is insane to say, like, like, hey, maybe flyers will save our society, but that's, <laughs> but, but it could be great, like, in, you know, like, just some, so just like a punk kid living in, um, you know, fucking nowhere, and they're just putting all these flyers up that offends everyone else, and I think that's great, and that's, and offends them in not the way that, you know, fucking red pill fucking people decided that, of what offense <laughs> is all of a sudden, and, and that that's the best type of offensive thing, and that's the type of offensive stuff we need, but there's offensive shit that should be, like, like, that's also, it's the whole free speech thing got turned around, because when I was, like, back in the 90s, back when there was punk stuff, the stuff that was offen- offensive was that stuff, which all felt very leftist, you know? Like, but yeah. now, the stuff that's offensive is this fucking racism, sexism, yeah. bullshit that they somehow have come bop, fucked up and got become free speech focused all about. Fucking not wearing masks is the free speech now. Yeah. That's fucking insane. So it's like, I, I don't know. There, there's very much an... Um, I think there's there's a way to be in, like angry about it from the left side and from a punk rock sort of perspective that just isn't done anymore because all of these motherfuckers grew up and they were, were fucking too damn intellectual now maybe which sounds insane which is oh which is almost <laughs> over intellectualizing it like right like like I mean it, punk rock is blunt and in your face that's what it should be you know like yeah um that's huh. and but we're not we're just too smart fucking I don't fucking know I have no idea. <laughs> Hmm. How can you what change the tide on all this mess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's changing the tide on cultural movements. It's like, how are you going to do it? I don't know. So, in, we'll get into the long form in a second. <laughs> but, but I want to hear your thoughts, Mesh. Uh, the question was, because uh, the whole thing was we talked about MRA, whatever. Then we talked about David Foster Wallace, and, and we talked about new sincerity, uh, and then kind of how that was, hmm. like, it was exactly, I don't know if you followed him and what he said, but basically he was saying like irony is like the worst thing basically that has been produced like in terms of culture because it's just mm. so like trying to, and it is that intellectualizing of, of like culture and society. It's like trying to remove yourself a degree to like criticize something, but then it, that was like, that's, all of like you're also media cel- now. celebrating it it's also the self-reflexive nature of it you know like mm-hmm. i don't know the fact that you can make a reference like i don't know like the mar the recent marvel movie endgame like they make references back to the future as if that's like the new i don't know it's just it's just all a feedback loop in a sense <laughs> exactly that's what he was saying yeah. it's just it's like a, a, a uber like uber Whatever that word is, ooh, bear, <laughs> the snake eating its tail. Ouroboros. Uh, Ouroboros, there you go. Ouroboros, yeah. yeah. Um, so the response, was, <laughs> the, the response was new sincerity, but that, again, was consumed by culture. And so, I don't know, I loved, like, Parks and Rec and, like, those types of shows, but it's like, oh, this is just selling you stuff, you know? And so it, it's been, you know, commodity commodified so <laughs> there you go so what's mesh what's your antidote what do you think is the new movement of uh, was saying well yeah what did i say <laughs> go ahead I'm yeah well, well, just the, the punk like aesthetic of like mm. yeah just saying what you mean like offending and like putting thoughts in art that make you think and maybe it's like not the <laughs> I don't know. It's not the message you are con- 
it's hard to even try to like wrap it up. Like uh, it's it's yeah. something that challenges norms, but in a way that that's cool is, from from also understanding science perspective. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and I and I and I think that's what we were getting at is like um how do you challenge something from the outside but still have it consumed but then not, you know, regurgitated? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. this is one This is one media, like, who's fair? Just like these, <laughs> these things where, it's true though, like, where you can just, it, it is that Wild West, it, like Steve was saying. Like, oh, yeah. Who's fair is so underground. We're yeah, right. it, is, it truly <laughs> is. Like, um, it is like if who like who like I mean the thing is if this was like ten years from now and Uzbear if Uzbear was super popular I don't know we we were making a joke about this a long time ago but there would definitely be like a room that's all full of red pill people just being insane <laughs> with each other. One thousand percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Uzbear would get taken over by a corporate entity that would, yeah. if there's something offensive, they would censor it or something. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, the thing about censoring things that are offensive is exactly like what I'm kind of talking about in the sense that the offensive things are like, you know, like like making like abortion jokes would, is, is an offensive thing to some people, but that's not the type of thing that like, it's not hate speech or whatever, you know, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually, what you, what you were talking about reminded me a little bit of, like, uh, I remember um, back when kind of the whole, like, uh, Harvey Weinstein and, like, the Me Too movement and stuff was sort of starting, like, I remember at uh, at the time of the Oscars that year, um, there was a guy, there was, a, a like, a, um, a, a right-wing graffiti artist, I forgot his name, but he, he was he was doing graffiti, like, stuff you know like like putting up posters and graffiti and stuff you know saying like you know Meryl Streep knew and like all these you know like all these different actors and actresses that that like knew what was going on with Harvey Weinstein but they never said anything because they didn't want to damage their career and like I remember seeing in the comments of this you know when I was saw somebody posted these things in the comments somebody was like yeah the only way to be punk these days is to be right wing exactly. <laughs> I was like, huh, that's interesting. Because, like, I guess, I don't know. It, it, yeah. I mean, it, it, it kind of cuts to what you're talking about. It's like, what, you know, what, what are you railing against? And, you know, and like, uh, and like, who, who are, what position are you in? And, and you know, and I don't know. It's, it's like, yeah, like what you're saying, David Foster Wallace. I mean, we're, we're living in like the post, 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 postmodern, yeah. you know, yeah. thing that's feeding back on itself. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, Pretty wild. I don't know. <laughs> I, I hate that what you said about conservative being like it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's not that. I, yeah, it's not that I necessarily agree with that statement, but yeah. like I, uh, I, I sort of understand. I yeah, I, I understand what they're what they mean when they say it. And um, well, that's because if you're like, well, like, like I guess it's like you have to. No matter what, you have to choose, like, you, you have a value system, and it's what you value, right? And if, if you're valuing just being offensive, like, I guess, like, you know, the, the only way to be offensive is to be hateful and spew violence towards others, right? Like, that should be, like, that has been shown to be detrimental to society, and I think if these larger organizations or even the government, you know, they do this in Europe, wants to 
forbid hate speech or like look into these like you know people who are doing that they should like because it's dangerous it's been shown to be and i I know we have free speech in the united states but like like just in you 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 know it's it's this is even goes back like even even like hippies had problems with this and like the screaming fire in a theater or whatever the fuck like yeah there's there's some things you can't you you shouldn't be like you 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 can't be propagating and that's the whole problem with our the new media is that like the extent that it isn't managed or refereed by people being able to, nobody can look at it because there's just too much of it, you know? So it's like, and so then, yeah, the punk thing to do is to go onto a fucking forum and to be just say the N word over and over. That's bullshit. You know, like, (laughs) (laughs) well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't think that really speaks to the punk ethos. I mean, that's just kind of, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like, like there's, I mean, I think maybe there's differing definitions, but I mean, I think there's there's always just a general sense that there there is this art there's this artifice of control, or there, there there's some structure of control that, um, uh, and it's you know, it, it, and like it's it's worth it to just always sort of be fighting against it, like even if it's not a specific thing. But but some, sometimes it, it you know it there is a, something specific like it, it's it's tangible like the government or the you know there's or you know people you know oppress you know oppressive regime regimes or I don't know ideologies or whatever you know like there's specific things you can target but just the idea that freedom itself is a is a um, conservatives yeah no and that's that and we'll get to the long form in a second folks. oh I, I, I wasn't even talking about like conservative like i, I wasn't even talking about i wasn't even talking about it like in the in the sense of modern conservative people i was talking yeah, about freedom like freedom of thought and like i don't know like freedom of like and that's like cool. I mean, and yeah, like wearing cool. a mask. I, yeah, I don't think like wearing a mask or whatever is like encroaching on your freedom. I mean, that's. Right. <laughs> but that's that's and that's kind of the whole point of this is like, we're like, what is art doing today in terms of, you know, actually giving a message and in, in in changing people's minds and I don't know making people think. Um, and just going against norms or expanding norms or whatever. But yeah, to, to wrap, like to, to, to just go back to that point of like conservative, like red pill, like it's just so they, they've won. They're winning right now because yeah, being anti-government, that's like 1000% like conservative, like, Rush Limbaugh, uh, Steve Bannon, uh, yeah. the, like Ben Shapiro, like that's their whole thing. And yeah, like 40 years ago, that was what, you know, hippies and, and, and punks were like, like espousing. And so like, where is that voice? Where's the leftist voice in that? Like, uh, <laughs> well, like, yeah. I think, uh, um, some in some ways like uh uh people you know like with i i think some sort of some maybe uh t- some types of technology and stuff were created with a kind of like 
with that kind of ethos like like i like i feel like you know like like wikipedia or just or you know even like hackers and stuff that want that believe information should be free and you know like i feel like that kind of um libertarian sort of information yeah i mean i guess yeah i mean is is but is it even libertarian like i feel like I mean, I don't know. I guess some people are see it as in a libertarian. Like, I, I think Edward Snowden will probably will see himself as libertarian or something like that. But, um, but I, yeah, I feel like a lot of I don't know. There, there's j- just like the the like the the idea that information should should uh, you know like you shouldn't censor things like um, like I feel like a lot of that is has sort of gone away like that you know like the early internet i feel like was more like like you were saying there like the like ooze bear is now like the wild west like there's nobody controlling this except for eric i guess <laughs> like, like, <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah but but that's um, so funny because yeah. yeah like you were saying that's you know wikipedia but more so facebook twitter these platforms, they did see themselves and I guess still do in a way see themselves in that space of like, we're offering a platform where, you know, you can express yourself and, and give thought, but yeah. then it, it, it's like so commodified and then totally just gamed by like, yeah, right wing, like trolls who yeah. like, bots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like, like some perspectives are it's easier to like have the algorithm for than for others because like mm-hmm. like probably like conspiracy theory stuff it's like easier to get someone hooked into like, like your hooks into them and just kind of keep reinforcing that on Facebook versus someone mm-hmm. who's fucking like you know into like reading society of a spectacle like facebook isn't society of the spectacle facebook isn't giving me fucking you know post post postmodernism bullshit like but it is feeding those people those perspectives it's just easier to to latch into them there's no money in it i mean (laughs) you you can sell things to these when people are afraid of stuff that you can easily sell things to them that's uh, you know that's (laughs) like like those the, like, the things Alex Jones sells. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, like you know, buy a bunker in you know Nebraska or something you know, like, or or yeah, buy gold or you know like yeah. U.S. currency is going to decline. Buy gold, you know, like that. Like, yeah, just just watch like Fox News late at night. And watch those commercials. Those are the people that are benefiting from the fear, you know, and whatnot. So. Yeah. 1000% and they're operating in the guise of like we this is free speech like protect yourself but then yeah it's just being used again to market and sell stuff and it's like uh, our kids uh, I mean, and, I mean there's money to be this? made there, there, there's money to be made in in uh, you know commodifying punk too I mean obviously like what you, yeah. like you guys talked about like you know hot topic you know Oh, <laughs> or you know whatever like like it's it's uh you know you you can you can create you know as, like once you sort of uh turn something into a category you can sort of create um something that is removed from the original meaning i guess and, and uh, i don't know <laughs> i think perhaps oh, yeah. like in a like a on a left on a, from a like a leftist viewpoint or or certainly punk rock like there's an anti-consumerist 
element to it that just would never like that's that's like part of a message that would never be like on the on Fox News or, or whatever. They're not going to like they, like you can't it's like is, is anti-consumerism one of those messages that can't be like, um, you know, repack. I mean, it sort of has been if you like look at what black label or things like that, like oh, what is it fucking yeah. called? There was a there's a yeah. magazine. What is it? It's a it's like no logo, right? Is that what it's called? Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Sort of. That's what sort of what that is. I mean, can you call a magazine that's anti that's entirely anti consumeristic <laughs> thing? I mean, who knows? But like, but like you can't like like is yeah. I don't know. I feel like like that's exactly it. Like the like anti consumerism is is a big part of the like the message that is just not on that side because it's entirely about like you know. I mean, you know, you want to have your money and you, you're free to spend your money on whatever the fuck you want, but like you should be thinking about what kind of uh like just like i like the entire idea that having money is going is is, is going to benefit your life um by, by being able to buy these goods and like just mindlessly consuming things isn't right like critique like enough or something right. i don't know it's not <laughs> it's not even though it is well, all the I mean, time yeah i mean yeah. i i feel i feel like the critique itself has become mainstream. like yeah, I mean, like, like the idea of anti-consumerism is a mainstream idea, but it's inconvenient, or it's not like, or not inconvenient. It's like it's it's unappealing for a lot of people because people would rather consume, you know, things like and not feel bad about it. I guess. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Well. <laughs> like, so it's. It is one of those things. Like it's a, yeah, where it's like it's it's your own thoughts versus an entire industry. And whereas some people can like you know work their minds around it or make different decisions, like a lot of people just aren't because it's a, it's a like it's the advertising and all that stuff. It's and I guess what I was saying about how all these this, these media things come from places that are intending to make money or specifically to have commercials along with them, like they're not going to include enough like counter information in that regard for you to, for people to ever kind of on a large scale, like make the, like a different, you know, come to, I don't the you know, make a different decision or whatever, or like have a different perspective yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I, I guess it's uh yeah, but I mean, on the other hand, you know, there are some, I'm trying to think of some, but there, there are some advertising campaigns and stuff that are very self-aware and, uh, yeah. and in like, and, uh, Boris of it in a way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, 100%. It's like the seminaric, like, um, like ethos, like just soul package, like, uh, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. They're like, this is an ad, but we're being cheeky. We get that it's an ad and ads yeah. are stupid, but this ad is stupid on purpose. Yeah. And that that's shit the was whole a, thing. Yeah. That's the early nineties <laughs> shit too. That's been around since Chris Cross was in a Sprite commercial and they said, you know, <laughs> everything like just obey your thirst instead of listening to the advertisement with Chris Cross in it. That's literally <laughs> what that ad campaign was. Hmm. So I'll, well, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I mean, no, that, I mean, that, I, I, I think, uh, you know, it's a generational thing, also, because I know, like, you know, like, 
you know, uh, maybe our generation um, or, you know, people that were, you know, can remember things from the 90s. They, they, that generation, uh, you know, like they, they, they very much have this uh, kind of language of, of like the idea of selling out and like, you know, being a sellout and like that's a bad thing. But I feel like kids nowadays, you know, like if their favorite, you know, person on Instagram has a sponsorship, they, they, they're, I don't, I don't think they have, they feel like that's a bad thing. Like, I think they're like, oh yeah, they're oh, make, no. they're doing well for themselves. And, you know, like, they, yeah, like they deserve that. And you know, like, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I, they want to be YouTube. <laughs> that's like, that's what they want. That's because right. if you, if you, if you asked like, like teenagers, they, you know, they, like before, what did they want? They would like want to be like wealthy. And then at some point in like the last decade, it tur- it changed into fame. Yeah. 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 Or like, I guess the, like, uh, I think it was an Andy Warhol or somebody said something like in the future, everyone will be famous for 15 minutes. Everybody gets their 15 minutes. Of, I don't, I'm paraphrasing, yeah. but you know, like, Andy like Warhol. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I guess everybody, I mean, like, I, 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 I this is kind of unrelated, but I, like, it, maybe it's kind of related too. like last, last night I, I actually saw this movie. Um, yeah, I'm I'll, I'll post a link to the trailer in the chat and we'll find it in a sec. But basically it was, a, it's a movie. Uh, it's, it's an animated film about the fall of the Berlin wall in 1989 from the perspective of a little girl in Leipzig, Germany. <laughs> and it's, it, it was interesting because it's kind of aimed at kids. Like this movie is aimed at kids. Okay. I found the trailer. Here's the trailer. Uh, it, it's aimed at kids. And it was, I mean, it was, it wasn't like a great movie, but it was surprisingly good. I thought like it, like it kind of like, it actually kind of addressed some of the issues that were happening in East Germany at that time, like the Stasi and like how there was like a group of people that were gathering in churches to like protest the government. And then like eventually the protests went out on the street and there were punk, you know, like, you know, eighties German punk people, you know, walking hand in hand with like families with kids and, you know, and like, it was interesting and I was sort of wondering how kids today, like this is aimed at kids, this movie seems like it's aimed at maybe like preteen kids. So I was kind of wondering like what a kid seeing this would think. Um, I mean, it. I, I found it interesting that it was dealing with those topics, I guess, um, you know, about like the secret police watching people and how you have to watch what you say in school because it's like there's like so- socialist ideology in the school and all that and, you know, Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> this reminds I, I me of, of if you've ever seen Persepolis or that's a comic book. Yeah, 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 yeah. I all I I do want to get into the log corpse. So I'll just end it. Yeah. Uh, thought. Um, but yeah, maybe that is like, and that's kind of the approach I've been thinking of. Like, and it's it's kind of in the new sincerity vein, but even beyond it, it's where you're not trying to. Obviously, you want it to be consumed, but you're you're trying to not, you know, make something so that it it you know makes you money. And this is like getting you know to the basics of art. Rather, you're 
you're making it to like really convey something that can't be said with just words or like in a book. It's something that like can reach, especially I think in my mind, that's where I see art, like where it should, where it should head is like, should you in mind that the people are like not cynical, like people giving an alternative future for people to like hope for and aspire for and give them the ugliness, but show them what I'm assuming in this movie, hopefully it does is like, yeah, you know, the world is ugly. It's brutal, but there's like hope and it, it doesn't have to like be terrible if you don't let it be terrible, you know, Star Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was probably like the earliest like new sincerity of like, yeah, there's, there's like, you know, humans are flawed, but there, there's still hope we can like make a better future. (laughs) Like we're not doomed. Like we're dooming ourselves. Let's try to change. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. We're just we're uh, all out here doing our best. We're doing our best out here, you know. We're, we're doing our best. best. We're doing <laughs> our best. We're giving it our best shot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into some long form. That was premise right. lawyer, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um I was thinking uh, we don't have that much time, so I and I, I kind of wanted to focus on this anyway. The past few times, I've just been like, let's do what, however long it takes. This time, let's do really like focused like work, and I'm gonna give us a timer. So where it ends, it ends. If we don't get to even like the third second beat, that's fine. Uh, and so we have about 25 minutes. I'm gonna do one for 15 and one for 10, and um, let. For the sake of, I feel like we do need an opening because we'll pro- if we do one just straight with that one, it'll all just be about art and stuff and everything we just talked about. So we kind of need something else to talk about. Um, so let's just do like a living room because, uh, you know, it, it, it probably won't generate a, t- a ton, but we can at least move to a different topic um, and then, you know, go from there so I'll put a timer hopefully this works uh I'm sure it will time 100 and so um I'll pull up some suggestions and then whatever that makes you think of hopefully it's not just our end what we were all just talking about (laughs) but yeah let's do uh 115 and then 110 and so we're just going to, like, have to find the game as quickly as possible. And, again, it doesn't matter if we don't get to the full Herald. It's more about trying to condense things and find the game as quickly as possible. All right. So I'm going to put the timer and then pull suggestions. Uh, is that working? You're over on the I guess head. so. 900 seconds is what I looked up is what 15 minutes is. So, yeah, yeah it is moving. <laughs> it's moving. Okay, cool. So let me pull up suggestions. Example is a terrible thing, <laughs> but whatever that makes you think of. Um, Kooky. How, uh, how about like just, <laughs> just being weird for the sake of weirdness and then 
like how that can be charming in some people, but then obnoxious in other people. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I remember working at, uh, I worked at Jimmy John's, one of my earlier jobs, and like there was a guy who was like, you know, freestyle rapping, <laughs> like during the job, and everybody was, just, I don't I didn't even hear him, but everyone was shitting on him for it when he wasn't there, because <laughs> he's coming in later. But then it's like, I also think about, yeah, I do that on the internet now for fun. <laughs> 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 I do. Well, it, it's yeah. a different context. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the audience is asking. It. The audience yeah. is asking for it. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. That that makes me think of people. Yeah, who who base their whole personality around one thing, and I think Cookie is like one of those where it's like. Oh yeah, they're the kooky one, or they're the cynical one, or like hmm. uh, we like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I wonder what people think of mine is, and actually, because <laughs> uh, it's so funny. Uh, I had an improv uh, team or a classmate who uh, like we had uh, classes together a few t- like a few weeks in, and we were going to a bar, and he doesn't drink or smoke anymore; he's sober. And uh, on the way there, he, um, I like pulled out a one hitter and was smoking weed. Uh, this was in San Francisco, and he looked at me and was like, "I get you now. I get it." And I, I like he didn't huh. have to say more. Like I get what he meant. Like he put me in a mm. box, and yeah. I he <laughs> finally found the he was trying to place me into a box, and he finally put me in the right box. He's like, "Oh, you're just a stoner guy." <laughs> like what? Like, he, <laughs> I think he, I like wear glasses and everything. I think he was just seeing me as like the nerdy type, but that felt like a little weird. And then he was like, oh, you're just a stoner. That That's what that is. Like the nerdy, weird guy in mm-hmm. stoner box, you know? At least being a, a nerdy, intellectual, sociology major having yeah. like stoner is at least a subset <laughs> of stoner. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, like I, I think like when you're when you're showing your personality at work and like these are just acquaintances. Like I think people, I think people like a lot of people that don't really want to get to know people at work. They 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 just want to be able to put you in a box, like because it because they like it sort of they sort of struggle like like if if you're if you're sort of unpredictable and like they 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 don't really understand like. Or they haven't met someone that fits your archetype or so- something like that. Like, exactly. like it, it bothers a lot of people. Like I, I've noticed that too. Like it just, I mean, I, I think it. Uh, I mean, it's, I think it's a certain type of person that. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, not everybody's like that, but like I, I do notice there there are people like that that just kind of like, yeah, like it's like they like you can tell they're bothered. They, like they're they're uncomfortable around you if they like if like you know like if you. You know, like 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 you say some something that's kind of off character every now and again or whatever, because like suddenly they're like there's like scrambling to put you in in another category or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I must I must be a archetype because I do not notice that. <laughs> well, Maybe. you might ha- you might just have awesome coworkers though, or something. Oh, <laughs> like okay. I mean, I've just I don't know, or like not awesome, but like just like people that are more. Empathetic. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Paul, are you uh, are you coming to the happy hour tonight? 
Yeah, I got well. I got to finish a few things here up, but yeah, I mean, I want to make it tonight. Oh, um, are you are you staying late for work? Like, you're you're doing overtime? Well, I mean, I mean, it's things I'm going to have to end up doing anyway, and I and I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, it's I I I feel like I want to to be successful here at my job. I'm not, you know, I. So that's you know, yeah, I'm spending a little bit of my own time, I guess. What? Yeah. Uh, oh, um, do you want me to throw away these pizza boxes? Like, uh, I, I think they're getting in your way, you know, like, uh, and these empty cans, like, uh, do you, do you need help is what I'm asking? Uh, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't mind, you know, the, the workspace being, you know, it can be a little bit messy. That doesn't, that doesn't bother me. I feel like I'm still being effective here and, you know, it's, I think it's fine. I, I come in, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm wearing, you know, this, this ripped jeans and this, this messed up shirt, but I'm getting, I'm getting things done here, Dale, you know? Oh, um, yeah, Paul. Um, well, I guess, um, I guess we'll see you tonight. Um, do you, do you need a ride? I noticed you don't have a car. Um, yeah. Yeah. I yeah? mean, yeah, I don't have a car that, it's uh it poisons the earth for one thing but uh yeah i just, i am i am gonna uh uh if if i go there I'm, you know i'll just take public public transport okay um you know i heard tracy's gonna uh come out too maybe you can um maybe you can cozy up to her tonight oh yeah i mean i definitely definitely want to do some uh some investigation there, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. Um, but you know, she's. Uh, you know how she's always. Um, she's wearing all that Lakers gear all the time. Yeah. Like I, I don't know that I got anything in common with her. Cause, yeah, no, she's a huge sporto. I yeah. I, didn't, I don't think you're a sporto, right? No, I mean I was. You know, I mean, people kind of assume that about me a lot of time because I, I got this fantastic bod and all, but that's just, you know, <laughs> well, I mean, that's, I, I, I just hit the gym to you because I feel like it gets my head straight. You know, I'm, I'm not there to, to, to wax philosophic on the, the Lakers front line. I don't even know if they have a front line. I don't know. <laughs> well, wait, is, I'm just like, I never come to your desk. Is that a a uh, basketball like championship trophy from high school you you played b-ball in high school well yeah i mean that was just to to you know um because that's what all the <laughs> the the not popular kids like we didn't play football but we did play basketball so that's why i was kind of part of that group and i mean yeah we did decent there so okay um i gotta go um i'll see you tonight okay yeah man i'll catch up i'll i'll you <laughs> They're going to hop on the subway to get there. <laughs> All right. See you later. Yeah, all right. Later. Control out delete. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, hey, pig pen, you got all the, the <laughs> you got all your, uh, your glasses all lined out here. You got all your glasses here, pig pen. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I I just I'm a 
you know, I, I like to sort them by color and style. And, you know, this, obviously, I, you know, if I'm going to work, I have to wear the style with the horn rimmed glasses and they have to be on the darker more muted tone range whereas if i'm going to a party i'm obviously going to go with something with thicker rims and a little bit brighter pig pen i like how you're you got plans for going out to a party even though you've i know for a fact you've been sitting here watching old silent films in your underwear every Friday night for the past couple of months. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's always good to be prepared. So, you know, I'm just going <laughs> to make sure that we have the glasses ready for when I need them. And of course, now I'm just wearing my contacts. Uh, oh. But, you know. So you could... You could throw. We could. We could take this, the coffee table that you've covered in your damn glasses, and just throw them all in the garbage, and then you'd still be all set. I mean, I, I mean, Jim, I could see, but I wouldn't have the appropriate eyewear for the occasion. Obviously, people are going to judge me, you know, based on that. So. I'm just saying I do, yeah. you, you do see me holding two cups of coffee here, and literally that is a coffee table, and there is no place for me to put these down. Right. Well, I, I you know, I mean, I, I, I see what you're getting at, Jim, but, you know, I, I, I think, uh, you know, for example, the bathroom is filled with a lot of your... Um, I don't know, shower accessories. Well, um, essential you know, landscaping like, accoutrement. I mean, it's it's literally soap and shampoo, Pigpen. <laughs> I mean, do you, but I mean, do you really need 10 different kinds of shampoo for every different part of your body? I mean, it's just, you know, well, I, I can understand beard, you know, beard shampoo and then uh, hair, but then all this, these other ones. This is toothpaste, pig pen. This one is not shampoo either. This is uh, hydrocortisone in case I have a cut. Okay, that's not for my hair. And this, this is shaving uh, cream. This is shaving cream for my beard. <laughs> it's not. It's not shampoo. So it's just, I'm just saying. It's, you know, this is different from having. 50 okay, I, I, I was, I wasn't wearing my glasses at the time. I may have borrowed. Whoa. Some of these things, you... thinking they were shampoo. I'm sorry. I mean, I I know, but I didn't. I was out. I was out. You weren't, st- you, you weren't wearing your contacts either. Stan, Stan, we have such good news. The, uh, you know how you brought your mixtape into work the other day uh, here at BK. You know your mixtape that you've been working on for three years, and how you keep freestyling at work. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, you you know, this is, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I've been been working on my freestyles, sure, yeah, why why not, right? I can tell you this now because I have good news, and I'll just say it now, though. We, like, make fun of you so much when you're not here, and... (laughs) What? Yeah, (laughs) and Patricia, she like busted out one of the rhymes 
like while I was taking an order and it ended up being a music executive and he stopped her like immediately and was like, what is that heavenly music? And, you know, she could have taken the credit, but she, she said it was you, man. She gave you, she gave him your CD. What? Really? I mean, what? wow. Wow. You did you, wait, she did that for me. I mean, that's, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously people are going to be like, you know, I mean, obviously I make good music. I mean, people with taste would understand, you know, but I guess you guys don't appreciate me here. Well, he, he, I'll just tell you now, because he's going to reach out to you. We gave him your number, but he thought it was really funny. Like he, he said it was heavenly cause he was like <laughs> laugh, like laughing, crying. And he, he, he so he thinks what? like you're the next weird owl basically. What? What? Th- that doesn't make any sense. I, I mean, I'm, I was rapping about my life, you know, on the street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you riding the bus and, and, uh, like getting breathed on by that, uh, old woman, like how he was yeah. like, that's like, that has to be ironic. Right. And it's like, no, like, but we told them, yes, <laughs> it was ironic. Yeah. But, but, the, but he, I mean, he doesn't understand how hardcore I am, you know, all, all the things I've been, I've been going through and like how I bring it out in my lyrics. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, if he calls, I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to set him straight, you know, I want him to know, I want him to know how hardcore I am. I don't know. You, your lines about you knitting with your grandma, like I don't, like I don't think anyone could see that non-ironically. And I know you're being sincere, but I, if you want to become famous, you need to go the ironic route. I mean, do you realize how hard it is for grandma to knit when she has arthritis? I mean, it is. She, she is like doing. She's sacrificing so much, and I wanted. That to come out in my music. Oh, you guys just don't understand. Oh, you're just jealous. You're just jealous. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be bringing you a fantastic treat tonight because this is a preview of the new hardcore, uh, uh, real life, uh, theme park where you can experience what it is like to live the uh much uh uh vaulted and appreciated hardcore lifestyle come down and ride some of our amazing hardcore rides like the 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 drive-by shooting teacup ride Ladies and gents, come on down. We have loads of fun here at Wally Walmart World, and you can buy yourself a 10K TV, but you have to stampede over uh, young children and older adults. That's right. Come on down, experience the thrill of murdering people for a TV. <laughs>
Ladies and gentlemen, now is your chance to experience what it is like to have a domestic argument with your life partner. Um, experience the thrills as you get sprayed with water in the face when you insult them too much by suggesting that their cooking could use some more flair. 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 <laughs> yes, come on down to Wally Walmart World where you're... <laughs> You, you, you'll uh, get to experience uh, what it's like to to stay late at work without overtime pay. Yes, toil your life away for a massive corporation and 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 remove any sense of of self worth. Yes, you you can experience this here. And and many more fine attractions. <laughs> wow, like Paul! I, I, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I see you. I see you staring at my the umbrella in my drink, like you have something thoughtful to say. So let's hear it. I just can't believe you know you're getting married tomorrow. Like, sure. I I I didn't think you'd actually you know ask. Well, first ask Sarah out, and then mm-hmm. like, you know after you know these two the past two years i just didn't think you had it in you is all i want to say well i mean in a lot of ways i am just you know looking for what most people are looking to do which is you know start a family and you know have a couple of kids and settle down that being said i think a lot of what your problem is is that your mind isn't open up so would you like some heroin what? <laughs> what? I, uh, what? I want to settle down, have kids. By the way, you want some junk, man? I, I, I've never tried. I know I've never even tried weed, man. Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't take you as a user, and just, just yeah. Sarah, no. What? Hey, you know, I'm just your regular average guy who's, you know, <laughs> you know, sleeping in a closet in a boiler room at our office building that nobody knows about, wrapped in a rotten moth-infested co- <laughs> cotton blanket that I found in the street. So, of course, <laughs> yes, I discussed that with Sarah. It's important for her to know. And I've... I, <laughs> You know, you never talk about your personal life at work. You only talk about when we're at the bar. But I, you, I've noticed this whole night you've been, you know, texting other women. And yeah. are you are you cheating on her, or is this a poly relationship? Look, like it. Look, it is. It's of course it's cheating. Okay, that's where the fun comes in. <laughs> Like it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be good if it was on for me if it was on the level, you know. But you, you have that rosary hanging from your computer at work. I thought you were, yeah. you know, I thought you had some morals, but you're just. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know, every every Saturday night, I, you know, I go over to my grandma's house. We we say the full rosary. Even the parts people usually skip because it takes three and a half hours. And yeah, I mean, that just settles me down. That calms my mind and it's a big part of my life. And I hope to share that someday with uh, my child who may or may not come out of my future wife addicted to junk already. Jim. Hey, Jim. 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 Mm. I'm not wearing my glasses, Jim, but 
What is this ball of fur on my bed? What is this? Is this yours? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. That's uh, that. That's just um, uh, that's just a dust. It's a, it's a duster, man. I use that to dust. <laughs> out. What? Why is it covered in, in fur, Jim? It's not. It doesn't it? It doesn't exactly. fit my. What? <laughs> It's, it's, it's dust. It, there's dust on the duster, Pigpen. Oh. But how do you get dust off of the duster? Right. You know, PP, we've, uh, we've had a lot of laughs and a lot of kicks, me explaining to you, you know, basic hygiene and stuff. But, I mean, I feel like we had this conversation about the duster. We put it, we put it in the we – we just shake it out into the garbage can, bro. <laughs> okay okay this is you know what i there's just there's just too many rules in this household okay this is you, you every time i think i understand what's happening here that you you put some some new twist on it uh-huh. and i don't know if i can, I, I don't know if i can keep living with this situation okay. here okay so look PP, I would get the duster <laughs> off of your off of your bed, man. But there's literally like a moat of glasses just arranged all over your floor in your bedroom, and I I I don't think I can get over there without crushing like several different pairs of wide frame and small frame, and tint- I'll just crush them, man, with my feet. Hey, dudes, I think it's yeah. time for like a a, a house meeting. Because, you know, I've been in the other room and I overheard I overheard you telling PP like how, you know, we're having problems. But PP, I think it's I think we're going to vote you out, man. Uh, you know, this is a chill co-op, but you're you're gross. What? What? Okay. I mean, OK, Eduardo, if you feel like. Suddenly, you can just come in here and get it in between me and Jim, like you're some kind of like I don't know, like some kind of mediator. You know, I I I wish you had you know maybe come in you know before when Jim was filling up the living room with all of his sports memorabilia. But you know, that was okay. Jim was yeah. number one in track, okay, and we support him, and yeah. uh, we we're gonna <laughs> go see right. him next weekend, and mm-hmm. uh, he's gonna do great. But you, yeah, but you, PP man, you like I tried to bring a girl home last night, and she mm-hmm. was like puking because yeah. she has all these bad allergies from all the shit you have in here. That's right. I also want to point well, out that um that number one track trophy there was only one of them and you may have thought there were more because of all of the reflections in your glasses <laughs> okay making I, you think there was more than one trophy well i'm you know what i don't need to take this i'm leaving but i'm just gonna i do have one confession to make okay i there's nothing actually wrong with my eyes i what? i wore <laughs> contacts and glasses because i thought I thought you guys might think it makes me look more smart, you know? Mm. I thought you would accept me, but you know what? I'm just going to take all of my glasses, and, oh. and, I, and, I, and good luck pay, paying the rent without me, okay? Oh, you know? We're in trouble you know? now. Oh, okay. <laughs> for the rent. 
Oh my God, it's palatable Paul. He, he actually came back to the restaurant. Paul, how's the success? How's the, the easy life treating you? Uh, well, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's okay, you know. I mean, I guess it's nice having a big house and stuff, but I mean, it, like nobody takes my work seriously. They don't, I mean, everybody thinks I'm a joke. And I get paid very well for that, but it, it but you know, I don't, I don't feel true to myself. You know, I, I, that's why I came back to the old neighborhood just to see, you know, where I came from, you know, you guys. Yeah. Your last album about you being alone in your house and having no uh, human love in your life. We were just busting up. <laughs> And I don't know, but then I got a little, I got a little sad, honestly. Like, yeah. are you, is well, everything okay? Is my, wait, you said you felt some emotion? Like, like, I, like I touched you through my music? Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I was in my room and uh, I, I, I started to tear up. Like, here's the, Here's the triple whopper that was ordered. <laughs> and prize. Order 52. Order 52. All right, I'm on 51. I'm going to get to 52, okay? <laughs> oh, hey, my God. Is, it is this palatable, Paul? Yes. He used to work here. Oh, my God. I was bumping to his album in my car, and I was just cracking up at how how fucking ridiculous it was. But then later, when I was kind of going to sleep and it was kind of playing back in my head, like I cried and wept as I went off to Wonderland. Oh my god, this is the first time anyone's ever said anything like that. Huh? Maybe, maybe I I can touch people by by getting them to. Laugh first, and then afterwards, they start to see the existential dread that I'm going through. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, I see that you, you bit into that whopper without taking the wrapper off. You should take the. You're such a goofus. What are you doing? <laughs> I, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> you need, you need, this is a PSA letting you know, you need to take the wrapper off food. Foods cannot be consumed with plastic. Plastic is just there to preserve food. Thank you for listening. And we will give you a brief test here. Uh, whether you can determine whether you should eat the entire thing that is in the image or whether there is a wrapper around it. <laughs> Uh, and here's image number one. What do you what do you think, sir, on the street? Break it down for us here. Oh uh, well, I mean, I, I mean, everything in that picture looks mighty tasty to me. I think I can just bite in the whole thing. <laughs> okay, you're looking at a glass of beer, sir. So you can't. You're not gonna. Want you're going to want to bite into it directly. You're going to want to just merely drink the liquid. Oh, man. Oh, well, that just, 
That just hey, that, you know what? Yeah. That changes everything. Thank you. Yeah, don't kick yourself too hard, sir. That's why we get out into this beautiful city to to spread the message like we're doing. <laughs> You're doing God's work, son. Thanks, <laughs> appreciate. It. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that brings us uh, to our second image here. And uh, oh, hello there, ma'am. Are 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 you out shopping today? Why, yes, I am. I'm shopping for my grandson. Great, great. Well, um, you, you know, you don't want to bring anything inedible home that your grandson might just bite into willy-nilly and choke himself to death on. Um, so I'll just, I'm going to show you this image here, and uh, yeah, you just let me know whether it's something you can eat entirely or whether it has a wrapper on it, and you should be careful. <laughs> oh, yes, it looks like you could eat this whole thing. Uh, should I describe what I'm seeing? Sure, ma'am. If that helps you kind of uh, figure it out, you know, work well. Work, work, I see around it. I see a pizza, and it has that little table on top of it, and it's in a box, so you can eat all of it, right? <laughs> no, okay, ma'am. Now you're gonna have to slow down a little bit there because that little table is made out of plastic, which isn't going to biodegrade for millions of years, including it's on yours or your grandson's stomach, even though he might have a very rugged teenage appetite. It's not going to be able to pull those collars apart. Uh, and as far as the box goes, ma'am, while you or your grandson might have an easier time passing that through your system, uh, I'm going to have to go ahead and not recommend that to you. Uh, hey, buddy, who 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 are you? Who are you to tell us how to eat our food? Oh boy. <laughs> Here we go with another anti-rapper <laughs> coming up and getting in my face and spewing his worldview <laughs> at me. Yeah, it is our God-given right to be able to take any type of fast food that we want and put it in our mouth the way it is given to us mm-hmm. by... The, by the the fast food, Organ- yeah. Ex- <laughs> yeah, you know, right. co- you know, you know the, pe- the people that the the yeah. workers, the workers that put that together, they yeah. put it together a certain way, yeah. and, and you God, know, you're, <laughs> yes, it is, it is, uh, it is, it is preordained that mm. that whole thing is going okay. in my mouth and in my belly, and <laughs> no. you know. <laughs> now, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, you might end up with a situation like this when you do your street interviews. But I'll go ahead and show you how to handle this situation. Sir, I'm going to show you this here picture of God, and you tell me which part of this you can eat. <laughs> Blood, the flesh. Well, uh, oh. <laughs> oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, I've been told that uh, you could eat it. Oh, uh, blood, flesh, and I believe hair as well. That <laughs> that's right. So when you when you're eating God, you want to make sure to eat the entire animal, just like the Native Americans. Don't let any of that precious God go to waste. Well, are, uh, are you Catholic? No, I'm a Satanist. Uh, oh, um, hey, Paul. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, Paul, um, I, I can't believe uh, you moved in with that famous, um, that famous rapper, you know, like, yeah. um, I, I, that just, I, I thought you were happy with your, your multiple wives and your kids mm-hmm. and what made you move? Well, I felt like I was, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, was, I really nailed the whole picket fence, having a child lifestyle. You know, I, 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 hit, the, I hit it so hard. I hit it 10 different times, 10 different women in 10 different states. <laughs> so I just kind of, I feel like I maxed that out. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard you guys got a third roommate for, to live in that big mansion. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It it keeps coming up in the songs. He's so Mm -hmm. dirty. He's so filthy. He's my Uh friend. Pee pee. Filthy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know the expression, people who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Well, I literally can't throw anything because it's all glasses. And if I throw them, they'll shatter and the lenses will come out. Because, you know... Uh, I, I throw things because I do sometimes practice for basketball. basketball. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, well, I'm glad we met up. Uh, you said PP was going to join us. Is is that true? Yeah. I, I uh, Hey, if you listen really close, you can hear him blasting his beats. That means he's almost here on arrival. Oh, wait. I mean, he's not the point. He's the wrong person. No, yeah, no, I, 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 no, I, both your roommates have PP for initials, um, and, I, and it's funny because the rapper I know, I've been following him, and I think his name was actually Stan when he was born, but he switched it to Paul for a rapper, just like you, yeah. he's yeah. like Paul. You know what's also fucked up is that uh, uh, Pigpen, he's the, okay, you don't know him that well, but he's the guy with the glasses everywhere. The stinky his one, name, yeah. yeah the, no, you know the stinky one. His name is also Paul, it happens to be, so that's also <laughs> Was it a religious hey, thing? Oh, he's here. He's here. And, uh, hey, hey, listen, it was hey. a religious thing. That under hey, the table. Hey, Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks, thanks for uh, coming to our our uh, our, uh, our album rap party. You know, like you know, rap rap is in like wrapping it up, not like rap music, but like that's right. also part of it. Like you know, like it's like rap. It's mm-hmm. a rap rap party, and yeah, yeah you know, I understand this idea fully. TP, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the end of the world party that you're throwing. Yeah, this is the best. Yeah, <laughs> that comet, that comet that's supposed to hit the Earth, supposedly. Yeah, I, I'm glad you're celebrating our last days here by using yeah. these poly, poly, long chain polymers to encase your rap album to celebrate the world being irrelevant once it gets hit by a comet or a meteor or whatever. I yeah, I mean. Yeah, we 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 uh yeah, I I've actually me and and Pigpen we decided to be oh. like we're we're actually co- like surgically joined together now and now we wow. go by P we go we go by P P P P or four P, which is uh four <laughs> P. 
You were sitting at, you were standing at such an angle. I didn't notice uh, Pigpen there behind you. Maybe Whoa. I should get some glasses, eh? Hey, Pigpen. Oh, he can't. He can't talk anymore. His he, his face is surgically implanted into my back. Um, yeah, I wasn't yeah. gonna say anything, but it looks like he's like human centipeded onto you. <laughs> like, did he choose? <laughs> yeah, it, it, like we we thought it would it would it would kind of represent the form of a long chain polymer, uh, you know, like we, we like to have double meanings in our in our lyrics and in, in our persona as well. So, no, I've yeah. been reading. Yeah. I was reading an interesting article about people who had this procedure. So, um, uh, how do those? Uh, that food you have to eat that has a wrapper on it already so that it passes through your system slowly the wrapper dissolves so by the time that it gets to pig then it's uh consumable for him i just want to know for you how does that taste uh well i mean it, it tastes just like i'm used to it just tastes oh. you know like a wrapper and and i guess when it gets to pig pen it tastes more like a burger but i mean it's, uh... <laughs> Hey, we were just, we were just gonna bite into these uh, glasses of beer. Why don't you have a seat? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, hang on. I I I have to put my glasses. On. I now I have to oh. like I surgically put Pigpen's eyes into my eye sockets, and um, uh, and even though there's nothing wrong with these eyes, I uh, okay. you know it just it was his always his preference to wear to wear glasses. So um, you know now we're one being. So yeah. <laughs> Now, mm, this now is that I, don't don't tell um don't tell four P anything, but now that he put those glasses on, I kind of feel like I don't respect him anymore. He kind of looks <laughs> like just an idiot, you know. Like those glasses are not working for him. Uh, yeah, no, he looks like someone that would be made fun of a lot, and maybe we should start doing that. Yeah, I, I uh, in fact, I feel like we've overlooked at his name, like P P P P. It's like wiener and piss, so he's just like a a walking wiener pissing. Yeah, pissing into a a beer glass with a bite out of it. Oh hey guys, what are you guys talking about? I I was just uh, oh. I, I I was just enjoying this uh, this beer glass, but I mean I know you guys, you know it, you know, things have changed a lot ever since you guys started taking my music more seriously. You know that's it's really uh it's really helped uh you know help me understand myself as an artist and uh, you, know. you know I think what would go what would work well with this whole glasses sort of this uh, decision you've made you know would look good. Uh, Burger King hat. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't work at Burger King anymore. I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a serious musical artist now. Something, yeah. something about you makes me want to order some uh, chicken fries. <laughs> what? No, I've, I've, I've gone away from all that now. I, 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 I have nothing to do with, with, with fast food anymore. Yeah, whatever, man. I was so ready to drink this cyanide lace Kool Aid at this party tonight. Uh, you, I've lost so much respect for you. I'm just gonna go kill myself in my own way, okay, loser. 
Yeah. What? No, we were all supposed to drink it together. <laughs> this was supposed to be the way we ended the last track of our album. I'm going to go visit my grandma and say the rosary with her as she cowers in her bunker. Because, man, I've lost faith in you. But I, but it has restored my faith in Jesus. So. <laughs> what? Well, wait, wait a minute. So, so my... So something about my persona has led you to towards a, a closer connection with religion? Well, I mean, it's just basically I recognized that my life was entirely empty. Um, but then the only thing that was there in my, like on, on my, in my pocket was my rosary beads. So I guess, yeah, I mean, at first when I looked at it, I looked at you and I thought you were laughable. But then on closer in, oh my God, and closer inspection, I found it to be valid and inspiring. And it's making me weep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll end it there. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that was great. <laughs> I just, I didn't, yeah, um, I didn't, I just, I just couldn't end it at the 15 minute mark. I think we went past 30 minutes. I think it was 40 oh. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, considering how late, how far Thank into you, it sir. we started the Herald, yeah. I guess uh, it, went pretty quick so <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah that was fun um and kudos to both of you of course <laughs> kudos to yeah. Steve for uh the discussion on everything and kudos yeah. to Mesh for coming in halfway through and not <laughs> engaging in that <laughs> enthralling <laughs> conversation um, yeah kudos so Derek for keeping it on track with the timer and making <laughs> sure it, it moved the scenes moved along. <laughs> yeah, next week I promise I'll actually adhere to the time I set forth at the beginning. No, it, it's it no, it's fine. Much. It was it was fine. I mean, I, I got yeah. <laughs> like forty five minutes is about what you want to hit with these, right? Somewhere yeah. Well, our teacher said Tony said. 25 and that's typically what i've seen no but yeah i feel like if you really want to yeah yeah (laughs) but i i think this is better in terms of like practicing just the the form itself and then once you can hone it in like it'll get tighter but yeah i think i think what was actually i was like keeping track of the different segments i think the longest parts were our group games (laughs) so we could just the themes were two to three minutes, so that, that was right. But I think our group game was like over five minutes. It should be like two to three. Oh. It was fun, though. So I'd rather have fun than just being like, no, we need to move on. We didn't, we didn't right. follow the rules. Um, yeah. Does anyone have anything to plug? Actually, Steve, what were Steve? Did you find the the link? Where, oh yeah. Were you plugging earlier? My Star Wars thing. Yeah. Did you find oh it? God. Star um, Wars thing. 
I'm in a Star Wars improv group. <laughs> oh. And and we have one video that I don't know how to get to. It's on Facebook. Oh, that doesn't help. Okay. I'm on. <laughs> I'm on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Here? No. The Discord you link didn't open anything. Oh, I, I, I don't know how Discord works. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I click on it here, and then it's this. It says channels and everything, and that's that. Oh, you have to be probably be a part of it to be on that, right? Yeah. There <sighs> is, like, an invite function, but I don't want to, like, be a part of a Discord that's probably private. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll post it sometime. Put it on the put it on our, on the Oozbear Discord. I do yeah. want to check it out. Yeah. Anything you have to plug, Mesh? Uh, no. Are you doing any improv outside no. of Oozbear? Uh, not not really. I I did. I mean, a while back, I did. Find some like on Eventbrite. I guess there were like some open Zoom improv things, but I haven't really done any, that recently. Yeah, I'm really, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of it, like Zoom-based improv stuff that you can find on like like Meetup.com and Eventbrite.com. But yeah, I just haven't really. You know, <laughs> look too much into it but yeah yeah nice. well <laughs> yeah. if it ever comes up let us know wait what are you are you you were taking a class Derek what are you doing uh just that we're, we're trying to put a practice group together uh with Liz Allen who was at IO mm. is one of like the older like the the she's like in the second generation of improv. She works with Del Close and stuff. Um, so we're trying to put a group together and then we will have shows from that. She like wanted us to have that as a goal, like a few shows. So I will be plugging that whenever that happens. <laughs> Excellent. Yep. Uh, well, thank you both. Thank you for whoever listened to the hour, first hour looking for improv and instead found it a little possible discussion on comedy and art. Oh, I think it's 100% worthwhile to listen to. I'm going to plug it on Monday. <laughs> yes, please do. I'll plug it too. Yeah. Actually, tomorrow's my birthday, so I don't know if I will do uh, the jam. We'll see. I might be um, having dinner with my well, wife. <laughs> Well, happy birthday ahead, I guess, ahead of time, but, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Congratulations on turning 21. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yep, I'm just a little boy. Now, <gasps> I'm over 30. <laughs> I don't even remember what year. 32. Uh, dude, that's <laughs> real. I'm amazed at how more and more I forget how old I am. It's like, really? Like, that shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, it's especially hard because I, like, my wife is a year and a half older, so she is currently 30. There's, like, a year and a half gap, and, like, depending what time of the year, like, that's how I remember my age, and sometimes I'm, like, a year over. Like, oh, no, I'm not, a, I'm not <laughs> that old yet. <laughs> but anywho, yeah. uh, well, thanks again. Have a good rest of your Sundays. 
and uh, all right. We'll see you Mom, <laughs> <laughs>